0: Alright ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode, and today on the Retroology podcast we're going to be talking about one of my all-time favorite Pokemon games, and I am so stoked to be talking about it, it's your boy Gabriel Pava talking about Retroology where retro games become a science, and let's dive right into it. Alright, so the game in question is this amazing Pokemon game that was released in 2009. Now that may sound broad, but I think some of you might recognize it, and it's Pokemon Gold. And Soul Silver released on the Nintendo DS and oh my god, can I get this out of the way? I love walking Pokemon Oh my lord, I love it. It's so cool It's so cool to see your starter walking around with you chilling And it's so cool to see the different walking animations everything from an Abra to an Abzol to a Celebi to a Mew It's just so cool and it's and honestly that's one of my favorite parts of the game. Okay, so now that's that's out of the way So overview, what is Pokemon? Essentially what you're doing in Pokemon is it's an RPG where you run around into grass and you try to catch other Pokemon to train them with better moves and stats to then beat the gyms to then go on to the championship and become the champion while completing the story. You start out with these fan favorite Pokemons called starters. And your starters usually consist of water, grass, and fire. And this Pokemon is going to stick around with you for the rest of the game because they usually have very consistent stats, high damage output, and are just adorable. So what you're basically doing during the entire game is leveling up, getting items, making strategies, keeping track of what gym leader you're doing, and it's it's actually quite analytical and strategic. It's a game that you can delve anywhere from 18 hours to... A thousand hours, really. What I would, what's really awesome about Pokemon is the fact that it fits a lot of people's builds in the sense that you can spend a little bit of time on it and just go through the game and and shallowly catch Pokemon and do what they want and do what the game expects of you, or you can Eevee train, uh, Ivy breed, you know, and it's and shiny hunt and there's what does this game that brings different to the story. And what does it bring to the Pokemon franchise? Um, first of all, it probably brings to the table one of the best, if not the best, Pokemon story mode in the entire series, full stop. It's enticing, it's engrossing, it's... Uh, everything about it is so cool. You're not bombarded by your uh, rival being everywhere. It actually feels serendipitous when you meet your rival randomly in the burning tower. And it's... and the cinematics of it and maybe not the cinematics but the but the way that they're able to construct the landscape feels so real and it's super well done. And I feel like it was it is probably still one the best executed Pokemon game of all time between the Pokemon that are at your disposal being some of the most nostalgic and loved Pokemon in the franchise between the walking animation that is only available in if I'm not mistaken sword and shield in the isle of armor and so it's such a cool experience living this game and i know it's hard to get because of how expensive it's gotten over the years and now if you try to go buy it it's actually pretty expensive but holy smokes if you can get it for a good price it is so so worth it it is such a fantastic game so what are the pros of it what what makes this pokemon game worth playing more than others so the pros, I'd have to say, is the fact that, like I already talked about, it's a very engrossing story, the way that elements of it does feel serendipitous, even though it's, of course, programmed because it's a video game. Uh, another pro is, is the Pokédex. This has some of the best, most loved Pokémon in the franchise, and being able to see them walk around with you is very just awesome. Um, a third pro is definitely the part where it's... You have your walking around pokemon and that may sound very shallow but oh my lord you have to play the game it is so cool when your pokemon either faints in battle and then you go heal it up and then once your 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 main pokemon that's in the front of your lineup comes back and it even it even warns you oh because your pokemon's doing better now it can walk around with you and you're like happy because your pokemon's not walking around with you and another pro is just the way that the just the way that the story is built. I already said that the story is enticing because but a lot of Pokemon games are enticing. I feel like this one does the most amazing job of breaking it down and scaling your level. I didn't feel like I had to grind that much in this Pokemon game and we'll talk about it more on the cons, grinding and all that and stuff that comes with Pokemon games, but I didn't feel like I had to grind too much, you know? I didn't feel like I was always underleveled or that I was outmatched or outclassed. They how they give you access to some powerful moves at the beginning, like how in Goldenrod City you can get Fire Blast and Thunder, a very so a very strong electric type move that if I'm not mistaken has like a base power of around a hundred and a, and a really great special attacking fire type move, especially for, you know, you syndical users out there and your typhlosion users out there who, I don't know if you know this is a special attacker. So having that off the get go is just amazing. So they really do give you the opportunity to excel and it isn't. And the, and what I love about this game too, is that even though they help you along and give you access to these strong moves early, that it still makes it so that it's tough it's still hard like that double battle with i don't know with that double battle where you have to play against that Wigglytuff and clefairy and another Wigglytuff and another clefairy that battle was just annoying and it was actually still pretty challenging so i love how they still made it challenging while also making it so that you could excel you could excel as a pokemon trainer and give your pokemon the right moves So, cons. One of the biggest cons I have to say about this game, straight off the bat, is grinding. Now, I'm only, I'm on the brink of getting my fourth badge at the time of this podcast, but you, I definitely foresee grinding. You, it's almost like a subsidiary of a Pokemon game. You have to grind. (laughs) You you have to grind to get those levels so that you're not underleveled and all that, and yeah. I feel like, though, being four badges in and probably about a quarter of the way, it's really not that bad. You In this game, I've played other Pokemon games before, of course, and this game, probably so far, excluding, you know, Gen 6, because that's like the least grandy Pokemon game in the history of Pokemon, It's in terms of a main series Pokemon game, it's probably the least grindy sort of pokemon game and that's big because you can spend more time enjoying your pokemon enjoying the scenery enjoying headbutting trees and trying to get different pokemon enjoying catching them all enjoying other parts of the game that make pokemon so loved besides grinding grinding is definitely something that's gonna have to take part in your journey at some point and that's not for everybody you're not gonna lie, there's not many cons about this Pokemon game. I could say that a huge con, another big con about this game is almost the lack of Pokemon in the Pokedex. And that sounds kind of like mean, because I just said, holy smokes, it's a great Pokedex. You're right. The Pokemon that they have at their disposal in this Pokedex are some of the most iconic and loved Pokemon, full stop. What I don't like is that you can't catch other Gen 4 Pokemon in, you know, Pokemon SoulSilver. I know it's a remake and all that, but I feel like it would be super cool if you could catch other kinds of Pokemon from the same gen there. And I feel like that's a little bit of a con because let's say, I don't know, you wanted a Riolu in your playthrough. You'd have to have another DS and another copy of another Gen 4 game. So Pearl, Diamond, Platinum... And you'd have to transfer it over. And I feel like that's a huge hassle for just a Riolu. And it could have made it more enjoyable because there's other really cool Gen 4 games. Sorry, not Gen 4 games, Gen 4 Pokemon that you could bring over and make your experience way cooler. Like, for example, I brought over a Gabite because Garchomp is one of my favorite Pokemon. So, yeah, that's, that's a big con too. That you there isn't all of the Pokedex. There isn't Gen 2 and Gen 4. But at the same time, a lot of people like the fact that it's Gen 2. So that it's a perfectly Gen 2 remake. That it's just Gen 2 Pokemon that you can capture. And that is, if you want to go that extra mile, then you can perhaps catch other Pokemon in the other Gen 4 games and then bring it over. Uh, Another con about this game is that some people could argue the length. Because... If you have, I forgot if it's a ticket or basically the item that allows you to go through the Kanto region, that's another huge long story and some people may not like it. Personally, I think it's a cool feature that you can go back to Kanto and face Red. And I feel like that's so cool because no other Pokemon game has really ever done that. At least to the extent that Hard Gold Soul Silver did. But that extended story... Makes you feel like your champion win is kind of lackluster. So, yeah, I feel like some people may not like the fact that at the end of the day, you're going to complete the equivalent of another Pokemon game. And that kind of bites. It's also a con and a pro. Overview of of all the statements I've said. So, at the end of the day, I feel like this is the most well-crafted Pokemon game of all time. There are other Pokemon... uh franchise problems that are always recurring in the game, such as grinding, such as length of story, such as, you know, having to do, like, fetch and run quests, or having to go out of your way in finding, like, at least in hard gold, soul silver, there's no real tip off to the fact that you have to go get the spritz bottle from the flower lady, although that's also endearing because it means that you actually have to explore the Pokemon area, you know. So at the end of the day, I do feel like this is the most well-crafted Pokemon game of all time. Hands down. And I know, and I'm sorry guys, I didn't talk about the soundtrack. So I'm going to do it now. Soundtrack. Oh, that soundtrack is next level. It is the best soundtrack on a Pokemon game in in history. Full stop. I don't care if somebody bashes me on whatever forum this is going to be on or whatever but you you can like uh, i will stake it it is the best absolute best music in a pokemon game anywhere it is so enjoyable for for like for the love of goodness i have it on my spotify playlist that i listen to lo-fi versions of of like the roots of this game and it's it's fantastic it's it makes the experience even greater You know, when you're jamming out with your Alakazam that's walking by you, and you're like, yeah, you want a piece of me in my level 19 Alakazam? You know, and it's it's really cool. It really brings to life the game. The music makes the game. And that's something that I say a lot in my other pod reviews, if you guys want to listen to that, other episodes. I always talk about the music. And I feel like what really makes or breaks these retro games is the music. And... I feel like that's something that's understood now with some other RPGs like Persona 5. Whew, Persona 5, man. You know? you They need to... Un- this game is made by its soundtrack. It's un- It's compounded by great gameplay. It's compounded by being Pokemon. It's compounded by the enjoyability of this game. But at the end of the day, what really brings it together in this gorgeous, lustrous package is the music. The music. So, at the end of the day, play the game. (laughs) The cons aren't really worth playing the cons. If you know a Pokemon game, you know it's always going to take grinding. And, yeah. But at the end of the day, play this game. Find it. Find your DS in your attic. Pray to God that you have a copy of this. Because, holy smokes, now is, like, if you guys want, we can do another podcast on the current state of buying old video games. And maybe it will. I feel like that's an interesting topic. Play the game. This game... All in all, deserves a 10 on 10. I, uh, it deserves a 10 on 10. There's no way I cannot give this game a 10 on 10. It is an absolute masterpiece uh, beyond a shadow of a doubt. Anybody who's played this game to completion can tell you the same thing. It is worth it. It is worth the hours that you're going to pour into this game because it is on the stakes of one of the greatest RPGs of all time and I'm saying it and it definitely is. It is, a oh, I don't even have enough adjectives in my, in my vocabulary to just tell you guys, play this game, play it, it's good, it's amazing, soundtrack, Pokemon, if Pokemon isn't for you, then of course, don't play it, because there are some other Pokemon kind of issues where grinding, long story, and all that jazz, but if you know Pokemon, or if you want to know which game is the best Pokemon game in the series, hard gold, Soul silver right there, but it is worth it, all the way every day. All right, guys, thanks for tuning in for another episode of Retroology. I know this episode was extra long, but it's because I've been, I so enjoyed this game and I wanted to try to cover as much as possible as I could in, you know, a certain amount of time. And also, thank you for the listeners that have been listening. You guys really drive me to output my podcasts, and it really makes doing this worth a lot more to me. Also, guys, tune in for the next episode because we're going to do a special end-of-month podcast where we review the Game Boy Advance in its entirety, and its history, and we're also going to go into the top five Game Boy Advance games. So please tune in, drop a like, or follow me on Spotify or whatever platform you're listening to me, and I hope to see you guys in the next time.